Hi, everyone. I'm Melissa. And I'm Gina. Welcome to Let's Be Great One Five, a YMCA podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. Um, this is our 15th episode and also the final week of our Strong 2.0 challenge, which just doesn't seem possible at all. And neither of those really seems possible. I know. This time has gone by so quickly. I can't believe we're already in our 15th episode, but also at the end of the Strong 2.0 challenge. So I just, I can't believe we're really this much closer to spring and I'm so excited. It's warmer outside and you can see the sun and yeah. excited. Uh, I know for sure. It's funny because when we were putting this challenge together and I was mapping it all out by dates and I thought, wow, when we're ripping it up, it's going to be, we're going to be in spring. And now it's like, here we are already. I can't, I can't believe how quickly um, it got here. This yeah. final week of our challenge focuses on mindfulness and, um, and our idea was to kind of expand upon that to include those things that I always say sort of feed your soul, whatever that might look like. And for some of us, it's meditation or being in nature. It often includes time in prayer or reading the Bible. It can be a lot of different things, of course, because we're all very different people. But we thought it would be a great idea to have uh, our wise spiritual development minister, Gary Schwerin, on with us today to talk about this very subject. Yeah, we're so blessed to have Gary here at the Y to lead our team of chaplains and share his knowledge and experience. A little bit about Pastor Gary is he is married to amazing and wonderful Jennifer, and they have three grown sons, all married, and has four grandchildren. He's the director of Bridge Ministries, the pastor of Caledonia Church, and the spiritual development minister for the Y. Gary loves the outdoors. Uh, things like canoeing and biking and camping. I love camping, <laughs> et cetera. So he's um, definitely an outdoorsy person. Also loves reading, music, eating, <laughs> playing guitar, singing, being with people, relaxing, uh, laughing, and writing. Welcome, Gary, and thanks so much for being here. Thanks. Thanks for letting me come. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you here. Um, I want to start off by asking you, what feeds your soul? What do you need in your daily life to make sure that you're tending to that side of your health? We all know, you know, that we, what we should be doing as far as the physical part, eating right, exercising, even breathing, you know, taking time to take those deep breaths. But when it comes to spiritual health, it can be confusing to people. Um, and so I, I consider you an expert in this field. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing with us what, what your spiritual health is and what it means to you. I'd be happy to. Uh, I'm certainly no expert. Uh, and I see this, uh, your question is kind of two parts. So I'm going to answer it kind of as two parts. The things that sort of feed my soul. Um, you already listed some of those things in, in who I am in my bio. You know, nature feels my soul. Prayer feeds my soul. Scripture does. Laughter, solitude, silence, uh, friends, good food, good food with friends, <laughs> beauty, dancing feeds my soul. There's a lot of things that feed my soul. And I look for those things. I, I'm pretty conscious of them. I know what, what feeds me and I know what drains me. And of course, there's both in every life. And so uh, if I feel like I'm getting a little drained, then I got to find some way to, you know, to feed me up. As far as, um, as, far as what it means for spiritual health for me, for me, it means um, being right with the spirit, you know, putting things right with God. It means that if, if I'm going to be spiritually healthy, uh, I have to be sure that I, that he's in charge. Uh, he's in charge and I'm putting him first and I'm letting him lead. Um, I'm open to whatever nudges or promptings he might be directing me with. 
um, and that I can perceive that I'm growing somehow, that there's, there's things going on in my life that are good. So it's, it's not very different from physical health. It's not very different from mental health. It's kind of the same, um, but, but it, it's, it's odd because it's spiritual. And of course, for some people that seems just kind of otherworldly and hard to pin down, which mm-hmm. because it's a mystery, it, it is a little hard to, but it's, it's kind of the same really. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's good. I, I think back to spiritual health and just the time we're living in right now and the challenges that we're experiencing and, um, you know, not to say that prior to COVID there weren't challenges, but, you know, right now you may feel a little off and maybe, you know, you haven't been to a church in a while, um, or maybe whatever your spiritual life looked like, maybe you're just feeling off, you know, what would be some steps scary that someone could take, um, to find that right path for them again, you know, where should they start? Well, that's a good question. Uh, these are all good questions. And again, I'm no expert, but I hear, here's the first thing that popped into my head was get alone. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Just get alone and be quiet because sometimes things recalibrate almost like unplugging your computer and then plugging it back in and they go back to kind of where they were and you say, oh, I forgot that. I forgot this. So I'm really big on getting alone, but, but attentively. But then the next thing that popped in my mind is get with people, get with people who you respect or people that you love and maybe just raise the question. What are you doing? You know, what, what's, what feeds your, the kind of questions you're asking me might be a good set of questions to ask some of your friends, ask a friend who you respect who you think probably does have a maybe a deeper or a more fulfilled uh, spiritual life than you have, you might just ask them, well, what do you do? How do you, how do you get things going? Um, very important to remember that you're not alone in this business. We're, we're all struggling in this area. It doesn't matter whether there's COVID or not. Right. There's times in the middle of the best of times, you know, where you just get kind of get confused or you're not sure what you believe or where you are. So you're not alone. And, and it, in that sense, it's a good it's a good news kind of a thing. Oh, okay, you know, I'm not I'm not in this by myself. Um, I'd say curiosity is a good thing, and maybe it takes you down some paths you haven't been on before. You can, you know, you said curiosity kills the cat, so I guess you gotta be a little careful. But uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, I, I I think of uh, again making the connection to physical. I've been told all my life that faith is like a muscle, that if you don't exercise it, it gets flabby. And then it, it gets useless at eventually. And so if you think of it like that, then, you know, all of these things, talking to God, praying, um, uh, all of that is really essential. And, and I would just close by saying this. I think how we think about God, because we're talking about mindfulness here, too, is incredibly important because the image that we have of God will determine whether we'll pursue him or not, whether we'll seek him or not. And if it's a crabby old man who just wants to, you know, smite you. You're probably not going to go after him. But if, if you see him as your daddy, as your Abba, you know, as someone who loves you very much, you're probably going to pursue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love that. That's great. I love what you said about solitude, because I, I think sometimes people are afraid to be alone. Um, and and I and you said it, too, about what feeds your soul. And I find that for me, too, sometimes 
just being alone, it doesn't even really matter where it just gives you that opportunity to just hear your own thoughts and, and listen to yourself. And sometimes I do this often when I'm driving home from work, I don't turn the radio on, I don't make a phone call or anything. I just, I, I like that quiet time. It just yeah, kind of lets me sort of recenter. So I, I really like what you said about all of that, but that's specifically really um, stuck out for me. Um, so we're talking about mindfulness and, and caring for your soul and all of those things. And, and I know it can be hard, like Melissa said, I'm just wondering, and this might be sort of an odd question, but do you think that it starts to happen naturally the more we make sure to, to take time for it? It may be like how you said it's a muscle. Um, do you think it becomes a habit or is it something that we need to always be working on it and, and tending to? I say yes. Okay. <laughs> I, say, I say both. I say okay. both. And habits can be good or they can be bad, obviously. And I don't just mean good and bad habits. I mean, sometimes things that are habitual become routine and you lose the benefit of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably tend to decide of saying it needs to be something that you discipline yourself to do. Uh, it's something that you, you make important enough that you uh, pursue it and figure out, well, where am I weak and how do I need to get stronger? And, and, and again, it's a spiritual workout is a lot like a physical workout. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm very determined to get down to the Y and get my workout in. And, and at the beginning of it, I hate it. I just don't want to do it. I, so I try to do the worst stuff first. So I get it out of the way, the hardest stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that works so well spiritually, but, but if you think of a spiritual workout in the same way, if you start at, and you start simple and you start small and you start with whatever you're able to do initially, it might be two minutes of prayer in the morning or just one minute of being silent or whatever you can handle little by little, it starts to grow in your life and you start finding yourself liking it, especially. And I think it's very important here, at least for me, if I'm just thinking thoughts, that's only going to go so far. But if I really do believe, and I do that there's a God who wants to have a relationship with me, wants to, to communicate to me, wants appreciates it when I seek him out, then he's drawing me and he's like a coach. He's like, he's helping me to fulfill, you know, like, like a physical coach again. So he's helping me to get to the place I want to get to. And before long, by golly, I don't want to miss that time. I, yeah. I, it's important to me. I really need it. And it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it is like exercise. And I always tell people, sometimes you don't love exercise, but you love the benefits of exercise. So you stick with it long enough to feel like, oh, wow. Yeah. Look at my body's changing, or I have more endurance, or I have more strength. And that's what makes you continue to exercise. Not that you love it, but that you love the benefits you reap from it. And I think that's very yeah. much the same. So, so again, I would say, I think if you're asking me one side or the other, that question, I think, I think I'm going to lean towards intentionality. Oh, there goes our phone. I'm sorry. Okay, it's, all right. it's not this phone. It's a different phone. It's that's, gonna right. be... that's how people know we're keeping it real. On these yeah, podcasts, it's a real right? deal. I forgot there's another phone in this office, and <laughs> the old landline. But I was just going to say intentionality because it, it um, I think of the Y triangle, you know, spirit, mind, and body. That, yeah. that is so genius when you think about it. And any one of those, if any one of those gets weak, if any one of those uh, isn't strong, the other two are going to suffer as well. And yeah. so you've you got to have all of those working in sync with each other. Um, and I, I just think it's pretty genius. Yeah. 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 And I think for myself personally, I try to, you know, I feel short on time sometimes. So I try to do them all at the same time. That's probably wrong, but you know, you got to make it work for you. And I find you, when you talk about finding that alone time for yourself and that time that you can get in deep thought or talk to God, whatever that may look like, you know, for you, I have said this, I've talked about this before, but you know, for me, it's, 
when I go out for a run and, you know, it's so great that it's spring is upon us and the weather's, you know, changing and you can get outside now for a run or for a walk, whatever that looks like. But that's my time, um, you know, to really, I'm, I'm working out. I'm, I got the physical going on <laughs> and the spiritual all at the same time, because Gary, I'm short on time when you got the kids. Hey, you know, I really like that you say that because it's so key. We, we tend to separate. Okay. Now I'm going to be spiritual. Now I'm going to be physical and now I'm going to go read a good book and, you know, work on my brain. And, and I don't think so. I don't think there's that's, that's false. We, we should be able to do those things simultaneously. And uh, on Saturday I was out cutting wood because we got logs too long for my stove. And it was a very spiritual experience. It was such a beautiful day. And I was like, Whoa, this is awesome. It was totally not just cutting wood. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Love it. That's awesome. I love that. That's good. Well, um, Gary, tell us a little bit about your work at the Y and, and what it means to you. I will. Um, it means a lot to me. I, I love that I get to be in the Y because I get to be with great folks like you. I've made a lot of friends, both staff and members. Um, I used to do youth ministry. And because I'm as old as I am, you all seem like kids to me. So it's kind of like doing it all over again. But uh, it just started with a simple question to Ray Howard, who used to be the executive director, who, who asked, I went to ask him, what's going on spiritually in the why? I knew there was some kind of spiritual component. And what's grown out of it has been the opportunity for me to get to do what I consider a sort of um, ministry of presence. That's that's most of what I get to do in the why is that I, I, I put time in with members. I put time in with staff. I I ask questions, I listen, sometimes I give counsel. Out of that has grown all kinds of kind of more programmatic stuff. Why, you know, is really big on program stuff. But I find that the most important stuff is the personal stuff, the one-on-one -on -one stuff, the conversational stuff. We've done Bible studies. We now have a, a team of chaplains in the Y that kind of do the very same things. And I just say, just go in the Y and be present to people. You'll be amazed at the opportunities you get to help people if you'll just do that. Um, we, we are just starting or on the brink of starting a spiritual uh, emphasis team that's going to kind of oversee this and probably take us in some programmatic directions that we haven't yet done. But the other thing, you know, when I do uh, what I do with Bridge Ministries, it's kind of me and whoever I hook up with. But the Y is a big operation, both locally and nationally and internationally, and it's really broadened my horizons um, and, and actually, and a lot of people don't know this, but there is a, a big move in the YMCA nationally and internationally towards uh, kind of getting back to its spiritual roots. You know, you guys know that it, it started as a Bible study and a prayer group. And, mm -hmm. and so most people just think of it as a place to work out. Yeah. But uh, there is a movement and I, I'd say it's God's movement. It's it, nobody else came up with this. I think he came up with it. And it's not to make it a church or anything like that. It's just to make sure that people to be healthy. If you think of God's love for you, he wants you to be healthy in all areas of your life, not just physically. He wants you to be physically or spiritually healthy as well and, and mentally healthy and, and emotionally healthy and all of it. So, so I think the why is a great spot to do that. And I somehow stumbled into this lucky deal where I get to be a part of that and, and get to kind of, you know, be that, that person. Yeah. I love it. 
we love it too. And, and we're, we know we're so fortunate to have you here with us. And I'll share really quick. One of my favorite memories is, I think it was, might've been two Christmases ago, but I just happened to be going through the lobby and you were here with some men from the retired men's club and, and they, they sometimes sing at our gatherings and our, our Christmas festivities and things like that. And, and it was kind of a little um, impromptu little, you know, caroling concert in our <laughs> lobby and you had your little travel guitar and I'd never seen one. And uh, it was great. I would, it just happened to be walking. And I, I was like, this is, this is like the, the best thing ever, a little pop-up, you know, caroling concert right there in our lobby. So that, that's just a memory. I that, remember that. I yeah, remember it, it actually was not the men's club. It was, we have a, a group that meets over there to pray on Wednesday mornings. And, uh, and we had been doing some singing. We said, why don't we go over and sing in the lobby? Is okay. that what it was? Okay. Yeah. It but, was so great. But, but, it was like, it was wonderful. I, I, very I spontaneous. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I know well, that um, we have, uh, it's not unusual too, to walk in, in our lobbies and see the prayer box and yeah. you know, that that's another huge component, I think, um, for the why and, I don't know. It's just, I, I definitely think that, you know, we're trying to not just focus on the physical piece, you know, right. triangle of the why. And um, there's a little bit of something for everybody and, and yeah. to be healthy, right. You need to focus on all three and maybe not at the same time or, right. <laughs> or maybe you do all at the same time, but um, to make it requires, it week. requires separation. Certainly. I mean, if I want to get very focused on my, on my physical workout, I'm focused on that. And if I want to get very focused on my spiritual workout or, or studying, so my brain will grow. Yeah. But there is a sense in which it all goes together. And, and that's just a, a kind of a beautiful component. You know, the prayer boxes, you mentioned those, the, the, the devotionals we send out, all that sort of stuff has grown out of just requests. People saying, well, could we do this? And could we do that? You'd be amazed. You would just be amazed if you don't get them what the requests are. How many people write very, very personal and very important things they're asking prayer for. So it, we're, we're kind of blown away sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I really do. It's great. Um, oftentimes when we have meetings and Gary's on them, we either start, we open with a prayer or we end with a prayer. And so I just wondered, Gary, as we wrap up our podcast, if you wouldn't mind praying for all of us here at the Y and our members and all of our listeners, just something quick that you could grace us with today i will but look, can i tell one quick story too yeah, before i do that yeah um i probably people know why i wouldn't know this about me but i i spent my young adult life and into my adult life really struggling with some depression and anxiety and stuff like that and there was a time early on in my work when i i found a, a bible verse that just meant so much to me it, it I'll, I'll quote it to you in its entirety but then I, I eventually i put a portion of it on my desk just so it, this has to do with mindfulness the, the whole of it is, says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, you know, with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that passes understanding will keep your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Well, I needed that peace badly. But then what followed was even more important. It says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, whatever is just, whatever is pure. If there's any excellent or anything worthy of praise, think on those things. And I just... I, I wrote that out and put it on my desk so that because I was going all over the place, your mind will be full of something, right? Your mind right. is going to be full of something. You have the choice of what it's going to be full of. Yeah. And I'm choosing as best as I can to fill it with the good things uh, that God wants me to have it in. So oh, yeah. I want yeah. to share that. Love um, that. I will pray. I will pray. Thanks, God, for this opportunity. Uh, thanks for those who might be listening in. Uh, we do pray for all of us that we could be mindful and, and spiritually strong 
we could uh, pursue you and, and know uh, you in a very personal way. I, for those who are struggling, for those uh, who, for this just seems kind of like a, a fable or something, we pray that somehow they could break through and take the, the risk of, uh, of, of pursuing and, and coming into an understanding that you in fact love them and, and want the best for them. Thank you for the why. Thank you for uh, Jean and Melissa. And thanks for this day. In Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for allowing me to do this. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Gary, for joining us. And for our listeners, thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to subscribe to Let's Be Great One Five. Yeah. And that helps you stay up to date on our latest episodes and also helps us uh, grow our reach. So thanks so much, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you.